men who are unwilling to accept influence or see things from another perspective. Do you think that that happens? Uh, yeah. <laughs> if we, let's have... talk about other men out there and not us <laughs> at the moment. Okay, let's, just, let's make this theoretical about everyone else and not I, me. I don't know. I think people... Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, why rigid thinking will ruin your marriage. Yes, it will. And we're going to prove it. With facts. Hard data. Yes. Science, baby. Okie doke. Here we go. Let's throw some science at everyone today. Okay. Because science always makes people happy and warm and fuzzy. All right. Right? Just the facts, ma'am. This is from John Gottman who is regarded as the granddaddy of marriage research. He's run the Love Lab up in Washington State for 40, 50 years now, where they lock people in rooms for many, many hours and watch how they drive each other nuts. Truly, that's the Love Lab. It's kind of a cool place. We should go do that. We should try that out. That'd be fun. Yeah. Let's throw their stuff off somehow or something. We could do that on a marriage cruise. Just lock someone in their cabin and then come back to them in three days and see who survived. (laughs) No, that would not be good. Okay, that would be a and different And besides, kind of you can't put a camera in there because True. to yeah. monitor them, yeah. and I wouldn't want to anyhow. Anyway, so. so here's what John Gottman says in some of his research. There is evidence that although wives tend to begin complaints more harshly than husbands, husbands are generally less willing than wives to accept influence or see things from another's perspective. Research shows that the willingness of husbands to accept influence alone predicted marital success 80% of the time. Hmm. So there's two components to this that I want to talk about. The first half, which says there is evidence that wives tend to begin complaints more harshly than husbands. True or false? What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's because women are just quick to express what they're feeling. Yeah. And oftentimes when it's frustration or a complaint, it comes across as harsh. Unfiltered. Unfiltered, yes. They don't instantly move into that compartmentalized brain, which says, wait a second, I need to pay attention to how I am sharing this information. I just have feelings. Yes. And they're going to come out. Yes. And again, that's research. That's not stereotyping. That is what the data has shown, that women, females typically have a stronger emotional reaction or begin complaints more harshly. Okay. And again, if anyone's offended by this, has problems with this, don't yell at me, yell at John Gottman. I'll That's give you his just email. That's what the research okay. says. That's, this is not us. Let's talk about the second half of this, which is men who are unwilling to accept influence or see things from another perspective. Do you think that that happens? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> if we had... Let's talk about other men out there and not us at the moment. Okay, let's, just, let's make this theoretical about everyone else and not me. I, I don't know. I think people could go back and listen to our podcast <laughs> and find out the answer to that because there's probably some that talk about that. Yeah, so. dang it. I would argue that that is also very, very true. My ego gets threatened and I don't want to look wrong. And so I entrench myself into more often than not unreasonable positions or attitudes or you oftentimes will think that whatever it is your opinion is is right and mine is wrong well that's just facts that's against science (laughs) i am right all the time again we're talking about science here right there you go (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> and there is evidence to prove that I am right all the time. Apparently. Excellent. <laughs> and while we're living in, in fantasy land here, I still want that pony. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I become entrenched. Men become entrenched. Correct. We have a difficult time. Even, let's take it outside the realm of husbanding and wifing here at the moment. Even with kids, when kids have a different perspective on just life, they want to do something when men get inconvenienced by that or they don't see the value in why would we want to go play on the playground right now we got to get going or why do we have to go back to the house and get the blankie that was left because we don't see things from their perspective right or even if a kid has a way that they want to do something or accomplish something and it's not our way and it's not your way because their way is going to take 52 times longer then i become frustrated upset harsh and i'm not the most loving kind husband out there And I wish that this fact wasn't true. I wish the science wasn't true. But as I have sat with many, 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 many couples in my office, I have seen this fact to be true. This entrenched mindset that men get into. And again, according to the science here, research shows that the willingness of a husband to accept influence predicted marital success 80% of the time. So what they're basically saying there is if you take a marriage that has been successful you can go back and look at the fact that probably the man was open to influence. Now, if a marriage falls apart, it can fall apart for lots of reasons, but 80% of the time, this has the power to change the marriage around this one fact. Yeah, and it doesn't necessarily mean that that because he's open to influence, he always makes the decision no. on what the wife wants or feels or things like that. It just means that when the wife shares what her thoughts or opinions are on a particular subject yep. or whatever is going yep. on, he is open to hearing it and to listen and to understand and take that into consideration. Yeah. When that happens, man, being listened to and heard and understood and validated means the world to me. Yeah. Does that mean I need to agree with your perspective that whatever you say, whatever you're feeling, I have to feel the exact same things and I have to agree with you? No. And that took a long time for me to be able to make that work in my brain. Yeah. Because when we got married, I always thought that if I had feelings or thoughts and I shared them with you, that you needed to agree with them in Mm -hmm. order for me to feel validated. Mm -hmm. And that didn't happen Mm -mm. a lot. Mm -mm. And I just never felt understood. I just really didn't feel understood. And I don't know where it was that shifted along the way. Probably the way that you would listen and understand so that I felt that you were listening and understanding. And partly me learning that just because I feel a certain way doesn't mean that you have to. And we can have opposing or differing feelings or thoughts about something and still be on the same page. Yeah. You want to give it a concrete example of this? This is how I kind of see this. And again, there's some people who like concrete examples. Again, (laughs) people out there, not us, not you. (laughs) Not me. Um, I'm not concrete. Everyone knows if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time that I hate beans. I hate all types of beans. Beans make me throw up. I don't like any beans. I don't get it. And yet... You like beans. Again, don't worry about food allergies and things like sure. that. But but if someone hands you a bean burrito, you could eat that bean burrito and probably enjoy that. If I'm always wanting my way or if I'm not open to influence, when I say, hey, let's go out for dinner and you go, I would love a bean burrito right now. Mexican food sounds really, really good. Can we go get that? 
I would go, I hate bean burritos. Why in the world are we going to go to Mexican food? We're not going to Mexican food. I'm not open to your experience. I'm not open right. to influence. But I can understand my honey loves bean burritos. Let's go to Super Burrito. Let's pick up your favorite, your favorite meal there. And I don't have to order the same thing. I right. don't agree that bean burritos are good. Exactly. But I understand that you like them. And I'm willing to go to that place. I'm open to influence that says, we'll go to a place that, that has food that you love and enjoy. And I will get something that I can eat there, rolled tacos or quesadilla or something that has right. no beans in it. And I can be happy. But I don't have to love bean burritos for me to understand that you love bean burritos. Correct. It's kind of a simple, concrete example, but I think it works all the time. Right. I want husbands out there to understand how powerful this is, how much influence you have at making a good marriage. Don't put it all on your wife. Don't make that responsibility all theirs to have a good relationship. Again, magic science here tells you, I don't know if you got magic science, that might be a, <laughs> magic a con science. contradiction in terms, <laughs> but magic science proves you have a lot of the power here. And when you understand that and you take it seriously, and you start working at it. I'm going to be open to influence with my wife and my children. And again, let's go back to the kids real fast. Kids, I don't know if people understand this, but they're sometimes illogical. They are not very rational. They don't make sense. They they make decisions based upon feelings a lot. Yep. Do you have the patience as a father to stop and understand why is this so important to them? Why do they want it a certain way? You always tell the story about, you know, when you're young and your socks would drive you crazy because the little seams in there would just drive you nuts. And because back in the day, socks for girls came up to the knees. Yeah. And if my socks weren't at the exact same spot on both legs, it would drive me zonkers. Yes. And a father who understands that about his young daughter can learn to be patient and understanding and take the time to make sure the socks are lined up correctly or that you buy the socks that don't have the seams that are itchy and scratchy. Or, I mean, I had to cut a tag out of your shirt yesterday because <laughs> it was driving you nuts. Yes. You're kind of the same as you were when you were four years old. <laughs> Some things haven't changed. I still have to understand that. Right. And men who learn how to do this, I think actually become more influential leaders, more powerful influencers in the relationship mm -hmm. and create that emotional safety, that psychological safety that is so essential for marriages. Yeah. We want men to learn how to do that. I want men to learn how to do that. Yes, absolutely. I would challenge men for the men who are listening to this podcast, um, learn how to do this, learn how to do this well. If you're a wife and li who's listening to this, force your husband to listen to this podcast <laughs> episode. No. <laughs> No, just have it on in the background when your husband's around somewhere. Coincidentally. <laughs> no, just kidding. You might be able to start to have a conversation around this. Hey, honey, this is what I learned. Or what do you think about this? Or you, you can have some sort of conversation around this. But you can also start to understand why you might be as frustrated or hurt or disappointed because you're going to start to see this theme of this kind of embedded, um, rigid thinking rather than this kind of open thinking. And it right. might explain some of your frustration. Yeah. It doesn't always fix it. And just knowing about it doesn't fix it. But now you have an idea where to start to change your marriage. Yep. And that is very, very important. That's what we want to provide. Yes. All right. Anything else, my love? 
Um, aside the fact that if we ever go out to dinner with any of you guys or anything, yes. I don't like beans. <laughs> I used to be able to eat beans. I can't eat them anymore. I'm allergic to them. So please don't make me beans. So if any of our listeners are inviting us to dinner, yes. <laughs> no three bean salad for me. No Mexican food typically. No beans for either of us. Yeah. I also don't like tomatoes or pretty much any vegetable. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. People have been teasing me about that lately. Oh. Yeah. And I guess I'll have to be okay with it. Yeah, I guess so. That's because just the fact. it's true. <laughs> this Invite is us just... over and we'll have cereal. That's a great meal to no, have. No, I don't like cereal you either. You can't meat. have cereal. Just, I like meat. Meat. Yes. All right. <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening. We apologize for the weirdness that is us, but we... I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and this is true as well. Welcome, welcome to my world, everyone. We'll see you later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>